welcome to season three of Pod Trivia, where the seasons are made up and the knowledge about trivia doesn't really matter. I'm your host, Britton. I'm Kyle. And I'm Becky. Is this season really season three? Yeah, Becky and I decided it. Oh, because cool. we're in person now. I forgot we decided this, so I was confused for a moment. The in-person season. The season of seeing each other with our own eyes and not a computer's eyes. Yeah. I don't know if I would define a computer as having eyes, but sure. Well, that's because you're not as technologically advanced as I am. Fair uh-huh. enough. Mm-hmm. I, as a human, I don't consider myself very technologically in me. Guys, I have a fun fact for today. Fun facts! It's about the Olympics because Olympics are currently happening. We didn't need to clarify. Continue. Some people need the relevance of it. We have Australian listeners, Becky. They may... They still watch the oh, Olympics! They, they compete. That's a really great this point is, now that I think about it. This is the Summer Olympics. <laughs> They're beating us in swimming regularly. We've talked about this. Ladies and gentlemen, that was... I, I, want to, I just want to apologize for our Thank Australian you. listeners. Uh-huh. And I noticed I said singular there because there's probably only one. Um, we appreciate you, and that was an idiotic mistake on my part. It was a white male American statement, if I've ever heard one. You're not wrong. Speaking of swimming, <laughs> segue, segue, segue. Uh, <clears throat> before the 2000 Olympics, Eric Musambani had never seen an Olympic-sized swimming pool. He recorded the slowest time in the 100-meter freestyle at 1 minute 52 seconds, and 72 milliseconds? Is that a thing? Yeah. Cool. Well, even though he's been the slowest time ever, he won his heat because every single other competitor false started. <laughs> he is now a national hero and the head swimming coach of Equatorial Guinea. Get it. See, that's how, that, that is how I would like to compete in the Olympics. I just want to show up one day and be like, hello, I am here to compete and well, put in the worst time possible. Wait, it's 50 meters long? <laughs> no, I was going to ask him. <laughs> it's 100 meters. I know it now. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's not. It's 50. <laughs> I literally just said it's 50 meters long. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take me to really drill this one in, audience. I'm really starting off on a bad foot. Kyle's going to swim halfway down the pool and be all like, I made it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. I'm Gucci. I just want to say for our third season, we're being joined by a special guest. We are. And her name is Frankie. And she's currently staring at me like I'm a crazy person. She's she's our pet pug, if you yes. don't know Kyle and I personally. <laughs> we're not Which most of you don't. Yeah. Our pet dog, Frankie, has decided to join us for this season of the podcast. She was previously joining us from her crate and now she's here she's here live in person. We'll see how this one goes. Yeah, let's not let's not lock in that she's gonna be here for the full season. <laughs> yeah. She's here today and we'll go from there. She's here today and and uh, so far is doing well. Yes. Here today, gone tomorrow. Okay. As they uh, say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So for this episode uh, what? Oh just no, just nothing. Just don't you're, look at me. Okay, you're staring at her like I'm saying something nonsensical. No, it was my it was my realization that no one has rapid trivia prepared. Oh, that's a great point. We don't need it. We're doing topic trivia topic. So in the middle is okay. trivia. But we usually still do rapid trivia. We can't do four things or I'm going to cry. Yeah. I will cry. All right, we'll figure something out. If you plan rapid trivia, uh-huh. things are not going to go well for you. Okay. Then I, I won't add 
Rapid trivia. Okay, so for this week's episode, we're gonna do some some current events discussion. I think that's probably a good summarization. Yeah. No. Do you remember before we started recording, I gave a summary sentence for this episode, and you both were like, "Yeah." Do you remember it? Pop quiz. Who can come up with it? I I was probably fixing my mic problems. It's been it's been a whole three minutes. It was. Women standing up for themselves. Well That's done, right. Britain. Yes. I listen. I just don't pay attention or retain knowledge. We're doing a current events, women standing up for themselves mm-hmm. discussion. And I think we're going to start it woman off. Woman number one, me. <laughs> woman number two, Frankie. <laughs> She's currently lying down for herself. She sure is. We're going to start kicking this off by talking about Scarlett Johansson, who is the star of the recent Black Widow movie that came out on Disney Plus and went to theaters. As opposed to the old Black Widow movie. I mean, there is an old Black Widow movie that came out in like the 50s. But not with her. It's real bad. Don't watch it. I bet it's real great audience. (laughs) To give some context for those that might not be familiar with the story, Scarlett Johansson on uh this was updated and therefore it doesn't give the date recently scarlett johansson recently filed a lawsuit against the disney corporation saying that they breached her contract by releasing the black widow movie on the streaming service disney plus specifically because part of her revenue yeah like her paycheck was supposed to come from like movie theaters and so they released it on Disney Plus, so that way there would be a l- lower opening day amount, whatever, and she would yeah. get paid less. And that's the way that she's saying it's breach of contract. From having read the suit that she filed, specifically she's claiming that in her contract, she has an exclusive theatrical release clause that locks them into exclusively releasing the movies theatrically at first. Mm-hmm. Because, like you mentioned, um, a percentage of her salary is made up of box office percentage. I don't think you're disagreeing with him. I think you're both saying the same thing. Right. No, I think we we are. I think the specific point that I wanted to bring up is she has the exclusive theatrical release clause in her contract, according to her suit. Having contracts like that is very common, I would say, especially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because Robert Downey Jr., Famously negotiated for getting, I think, like 3% of the Avengers box office in the first Avengers movie and made millions, a lot of money because that was like one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Top 10. And then he renegotiated all of his contracts for the subsequent MCU movies to be a percentage of box office. And so a bunch of the other stars in the franchise, Scarlett Johansson included, also renegotiated for similar percentages instead of getting a straight up salary, or I should say, getting a lower initial salary, they instead would get more money on the back end by, by getting a box office percentage. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she filed this suit, and then Disney responded, and they responded the next day. And I'm going to read their quote because I don't want to misquote them at all here. It's wild. When Well, first off, that I feel like it's very um unusual in a lawsuit or like with lawyers for people to respond so quickly Mm -hmm. and rudely and in public yeah i think a lot of people 
classified it in articles were that were written about it saying this is very unlike disney to like clap back as yeah. fast and as hard as well, they did in why don't you read, read the quote yeah let me read it quote there is no merit whatsoever to this filing the lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney has fully complied with Ms. Johansson's contract, and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. So this is obviously a very... Rude. Yeah, very strong and very rude statement that I think Disney is coming back with. And there's absolutely no way around. That language is coded language for pointing at her being a weak, emotional woman and not how they would ever talk about a man. I would 100% agree with that. I think that that if this was... I, I won't use Robert Downey Jr. because Robert Downey Jr. is no longer in the franchise. No, but if, but if he had done... If he had... I mean, if he had filed a lawsuit... Disney would not have publicly talked about him like this. There's no, no way. No. Well, and especially, I'm not going to lie, I full-on stopped listening to you when you were reading the <laughs> quote, and then I, I just dozed off a little bit. It, my bad. But another quote I read, they talked about, like, she's not taking COVID into consideration at yeah, all. That's part yeah, of that was part of the quote. I just and read. the fact that they're, like, I don't know, talking about her emotions... And mm-hmm. like, oh, she's mm-hmm. just being emotional and she's not being rational and thinking about the big picture. As if all contracts are void in any topic that has to do with COVID at all. That's right. Like, works. like, really? That's what Disney's top lawyers came up with for their defense of this. I'm pretty sure that's actually the number one lawyer rule in the book of lawyering. <laughs> uh-huh. In case of COVID-19. <laughs> Lawyered. There is no breach of contract if the woman is not thinking rationally. <laughs> As determined by whatever white male is in charge. Uh, I heard, I was reading through people's Reddit responses also, yeah. and someone was like, oh, so she's g- going to make only 20 million instead of 30 million? Like, whatever. Yeah. But I think I it's mean, funny. if someone's denying me ten million, I'm gonna be mad about it. Right. Well, and I'm sure that this exact same person is gonna be someone who's annoyed at big business mm-hmm. for shorting out the little man or for not paying their employees a little. Yeah. It's the same thing. Of she well, gets, she should get what she earned legally and what's in the contract. Deserved. Well, and we're gonna talk about this later in our second topic. But an important thing she's doing is saying, no, Disney doesn't just get to change the rules, Mm -hmm. and I am going to publicly call them out on this, which makes it ten times easier for the next person who has to do it for a big corporation, whether it's Disney or not. Well, that next big person is likely going to be Emma Stone. For for the movie uh, Cruella. uh, Cruella. Yeah. She's the parent. She feels the same. There's rumors that, that, to be fair, though, like, you know, since the MCU's been going on for 15 years or something like that, contract details about different actors have leaked out, which is why we know information like Robert Downey Jr. made a certain percentage and sure. made a bunch of money, right? And Scarlett Johansson, in this case, deserved a percentage of the box office. But, like, Emma Stone's contract information hasn't really leaked, so there isn't exactly information out there about whether or not she she was going to get a percentage, and so... Sure, I think it's that... Interesting. 
yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if something similar was there. So but, speaking on that topic, Scarlett Johansson's agent mm-hmm. responded to Disney's response to the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Brian Lord, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, is the co-chair of talent agency giant CAA. And basically every A-list celebrity belongs to this talent agency. He suggested Disney was not playing fair in their statement because they publicly revealed Johansson's $20 million that she earned, which like really isn't Disney's to like spill out there. Like you can't just publicly talk about how much an employee makes. Like there, there's- can you, Legally, can you not? Or is it just taboo? I mean, I don't know to be totally It might fair. depend on like what's in the contract. Because right. like it might be in her contract that they're not allowed to divulge information about her salary and such. Right. And so this, yeah, the, the co-chair of this talent agency basically said this figure had not been shared previously and they're they're playing unfair by by publicly putting it out there and trying to make it look like, oh, look how much money she's already made. She's being yeah, so it sounds, selfish. By- it sounds like that argument is being made as a, it's not taboo. Yeah. It's if it was not legal, I think they would very quickly just add that to the lawsuit. Right, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's definitely a dirty trick. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of to throw yeah. that in there just under the gun, like, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, well, she's made enough. Yeah. But again, if it's her money that she earned... She deserves she should, to get paid. Yeah. It, again, is playing into this narrative of this over-emotional woman who wants more than she deserves. I will say, when, this, when she initially filed the suit, I was actually a little bit, like, contradicted. Uh, not contradicted. What's the Conflicted. Word? Conflicted. Thank you. I was a little bit conflicted. I don't know English today, ladies and gentlemen. I was a little today. bit- Today. Today. You're not wrong. I was a little bit conflicted about this, not because I don't think that Scarlett Johansson deserves to get paid, but because I really do support a lot of companies, Warner Brothers, Disney, um, Universal a little bit, pushing for releasing movies on streaming during the COVID-19 pandemic and not forcing, I don't want to say force, but not pushing people to go into the theaters in order to see new movies. So... It's a it, it's a situation where I'm glad that Disney put it out on Premier Access because I really wanted to watch Black Widow, but at the same time I I think that if they negotiated a box office percentage with Scarlett Johansson, they needed to figure out how to make sure that she got a percentage of the Premier Access on Disney Plus or something like that I, to make sure she was compensated. I get that, but also they had already announced that it was coming out on Disney Plus in October, so like yeah, people could have waited three months. You know, and yeah. still done. Like, I, I again, I agree with you. I do yeah. think that businesses need to change due to COVID and not just do the same things and be like, ha it's gone. Right. Like, let's yeah. just open up movie theaters and everything's fine. Well, and when we're talking about Disney and Warner Brothers and these big companies, they have money to play with. Yeah. So they have money to pay these actors yes. and negotiate. Like, it's not like they're like, oh, does anyone have her number? Oh, wait, she's been under contract with us for a decade. Right. Um, And either do like a lump sum of like, this is how much we've decided is likely to be lost and we'll pay you that. Or like you said, a percentage of the box off or the um, premier access money. And you and I have talked about like, if they did that... They would have said that in the statement. And that they yes. didn't means they probably didn't. Right. No, 100%. Which is terrible. 
Yeah. I totally agree with you. And and as to Britain's point, they announced this way back in October. They d- it's not like they didn't have the time to work out the contract negotiations with her. No. It just clearly shows that I think the long-standing relationship between Scarlett Johansson and Disney has clearly spoiled. And I mean, I think that's been obvious for a while now. The fact that Black Widow took as long as it did to get made. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, it's spoiled, but also she's been treated terribly oh yeah her whole career in marvel so it's like hey i don't know i feel like of all the people to kick when they're down yeah this is just like a hat on a hat it's a lot of terms there it's not a phrase yes it is before you've never heard hat on a hat (laughs) no i'm not denying it's reality i just never heard heard it yeah what is that what is that like just like like kicking someone while they're down or it's pointless like why would you put if you're wearing a hat why would you put another hat on it that was the trivia for today um yeah i mean i i think we've actually literally talked about it on the podcast but there's no secret to how women were treated at marvel in the beginning and one of the things kyle and i talked about as we've talked about this is that like hiring one new person who maybe isn't sexist to be in charge of an organization that historically has been sexist isn't good enough yeah. If that person is like, I'm just going to like stay in my lane and just be fine. The difference between being anti-sexism and just being not sexist, much in the same way that we've talked about over the last year or two, not just being not racist, but being anti-racist, like fighting against it. Yeah. It's pretty clearly something that um, Disney and Marvel still has to work on. No, 100%. Because there's no no other actor and they have so many movies what is it 20,000 movies in this franchise is there 30 i feel like 30 I is i think we're close to 40 real close we're close to 40 plus the tv shows no white man has ever come forward with a problem and literally almost every woman in this franchise at some point has been like okay this is too much i have to go public and talk about this right i think it's going to be super interesting to see how it unfolds and how this sort of goes because i do think that if really big talent agencies like caa start saying we're not going to work with disney because they're not treating our actors well and they're not paying them out when they deserve it then like disney is going to have a real problem on their hands in the next five to ten years when it comes to retaining the marvel talent that they've already signed which means that there's going to be a big old open door for me to get my own movie yes i'm ready Bring i will in. gladly be sexist towards what sex like they can be sexist towards me i'm fine with that you'd have to change your name to chris to get a job yeah sorry i could do that you don't know my name <laughs> you don't know my, what my birth certificate says britain's not real it's a nickname joke's on you no, I will not release my birth certificate. All right. Or my taxes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we move on to the... No. Oh. Uh, Superhero Showdown. Superhero Showdown. Instead of rapid trivia, we are going to do a superhero showdown. And that's how we say it, because Kyle says rapid trivia annoyingly, so now uh, I'm saying superhero, superhero showdown. showdown. And... Save me. Uh, so yeah, this is a continuation of the episode that we did entirely on this subject probably two weeks ago or something. And this episode will be continued next week 
as we talk about more women who stand up for themselves. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, again, reminder of the rules here. All. Oh, guys, can we stop? I gotta get my steps in. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, okay. keep going. <laughs> okay. Everyone. Rule uh, number one instituted by Becky. There had to be women this time, and there had to be people of color. Yes, and there are. Members of the fight are spawned into a standard octagon from uh, UFC. It doesn't matter. Just keep they going. immediately see each other and wish to fight, whether or not they normally would. I love that you're going over rules again as if you paid any attention to your own rules last time. Boom. Roasted. All right, number one. This is uh, a bit of a twist on one that we've already done. Toby Maguire versus Andrew Garfield versus Tom Holland, but not the Spider-Men. No. Spider-Man. Just the men. <laughs> Just the normal humans of Toby Maguire versus Andrew Garfield versus Tom Holland. Who wins in the octagon? So here is the problem. I think Tom Holland would run away. Absolutely. I'm with you. I don't there. think he would want to hurt anyone. He'd be like, no. He'd and I think like, Andrew would win. I don't think Toby has it in him. Um. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think Andrew Garfield. He'd be. He'd be the one to win. Just because I feel like he'd be the only one to actually fight. Yeah. I agree. Tom Holland would just dance his way out of the competition. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and then Toby McGuire would slip on a banana peel, snap his own neck. On his, he'd slip on his greasy hair. <laughs> on his greasy hair, and then he would get the floor really greasy, and then Tom Holland during his dancing would also slip and, and die. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna have to maybe take the other side of this coin. I think that Toby Maguire would beat out Andrew Garfield. There's, I completely agree okay. on Tom Holland. There's three people, so it can be a coin. Fair enough. Actually, it can d- because there's. Oh, dog. actually, this makes sense because it's Andrew Garfield is the heads. Yeah. Toby Gu- Maguire is the tails, tails. and then Tom, Tom Holland Hollins. is the, the no. It's the center. Yeah. yeah there the, you go. The the ring. The ring. You know, because there's three the sides edge. of a coin, really. The edge. Thank you. And whenever you flip a coin, it's never gonna land on the edge. So therefore, Tom Holland is out. How did we get to the coin? Because I said like the other side of the coin. So I'm taking Toby Maguire. The reason I'm taking Toby Maguire is he's a really, I don't want to say famous, but he play, he plays a lot of poker. And he's pretty well known that he'll get into fights at the poker table with people. I think Toby Maguire has been practicing for this moment. He's ready. He's a little pissed off. He's maybe had a couple of beers. I think it's going to be Toby Maguire. Okay. I have some Toby Maguire trivia. Oh, solid. Toby Maguire was once engaged to what Parks and Rec star? Rashida Jones. Correct. <laughs> Complete guess. In 2002. I'm glad that were they they didn't get married. They were just engaged. Yeah? Correct. Good job, Rachita. You made the right choices. Swerved. Tommy McGuire's best friend is this really, really, really famous guy that Kyle doesn't think is a good actor. It could be so many good actors. <laughs> he has said on the podcast. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo Dica- Di- DiCaprio. DiCaprio? Di- yeah, Leo's not a very good actor. Leonardo Caterpillo. Okay. You have to leave this house. <laughs> In my opinion, Leo's not a very good actor. We're working on ice statements over here, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to move on to the next? So, yes. It helps. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Next superhero showdown. <laughs> oh, I'm reeling. <laughs> Real superheroes this time. Uh, Black Panther versus the Wolverine. 
Black Panther, unquestionably. I disagree. Yeah, I would too. Here's the thing, though, and this is what I don't like about Wolverine, is that he has a healing factor. Correct. And that kind of gives him an edge. But not only does he have a healing factor, like, it's pretty quick. But doesn't Black Panther have, like, the same thing? No. Or, like, he can't be injured? I mean, he does heal much quicker. He does He does have a healing factor. I don't disagree. But, like, if you were to cut him. Okay, but here's the thing. They're both in the ring. And Claws would just go for it and would, like, you know, Black Panther would just move out of the way. And he'd, like, run into the side of the ring and accidentally stab himself. So, like, um, you're, it's too much testosterone. You're saying Wolverine would accidentally stab himself? Yeah. But then he would just heal. But then Black Panther would kill him. But then he would just heal. We can't have continuous healing in these competitions if you don't allow me to break it. You're not wrong there. And, and It's just rude. And, and like, depending on which comic book you go with, Wolverine has very different healing factors. Yeah. Like, for example, at one point in the comics, he literally was reduced by a nuclear bomb to, like, a single atomic cell and okay. then regenerated back okay, into let's his Let's say, his new rule... You can't stay alive forever because that's just a dumb competition. Fair enough. So do we want to put old man Logan who's about to die because his healing factor doesn't work because he's old anymore versus Black Panther then? It doesn't have to be old man him. It just can't be him with that. (laughs) Okay, so let's just take away his superpower. Let's just take away his superpower. And then they fight. And then I think Black Panther. I would agree. Um, Trivia about... Black Panther. This isn't a question, but it's just a statement. He was mm-hmm. the first black superhero in mainstream comics. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, well, shut that up. That is a weird response. Fair enough, I'm sorry. Yes, that is a trivia fact. <laughs> I, I Thank agree. You. How dare you present me with a fact I already knew. What comic series in Marvel did he debut in? This is a the team. Fantastic Four. That is accurate and correct. All right, next, next, next matchup. We can't do so many questions. Okay. Oh, I was going to ask if we even wanted to do another matchup. Let's do one more. All right. Heath Ledger, Joker. No, let's do one with a. Okay, we did. We did. We did. Okay. I I sprinkled them throughout so that way we don't have too much of like one. We don't have like too much. (laughs) We don't want to have too many women. No. (laughs) We don't have too many of the white people all stuck together. Okay, but then you were glued like, together with Elmer's. But then you were like, "Do we want to do more?" Right. So, so like, then I, I went to the third one on my list. And is there a woman in it? No, that's the next one because we just did a person of color. Then we got to go to the woman if we're only doing one more. Okay. Work well, with me. But then, you, but then it screws it up for the next episode we do. Why? I think we're doing this again. Yeah, we're doing it. He, he just said we're recording another one. Are we doing more bad on that one too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or we can look up a different rapid trivia. No, it's fine. I now understand what we're doing. I just at the beginning promised women, so like, can we just do a woman? Okay, fine. I'm just. It's just gonna screw it up for the next one. Um, screw up. What is it? Screw up. Because yeah, what, <sighs> never mind. Uh, next one. Captain Marvel versus Miss Marvel, and specifically, this would be Carol Come Danvers. On. Versus I'm Kamala. Forget. Thank you. Yeah. Kamala. I couldn't remember her last name. I don't it, know. It might be Kamala. Kamala. It might be Kamala. Kamala Harris? Because I did look it up. It's different than, okay. 
So here's here's how you know. Okay, how do you say the presidential one? Kamala. Kamala then Harris. it's the other way to Kamala. say it. Kamala. It's Kamala for the superhero. Because Katie and I all year long were like, which one is it? Um, they're different. Um, Kamala Khan. I looked it up after yeah. we, I talked about her in the episode, and yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't. There's multiple ways. No, there are. It's things. all good. I think that. So I've only read the first three of hers, Miss um, Marvel. Mm hmm. And she, I mean, is good, but she's young, so a part of me says Captain. Yeah, I think I would agree. I think Captain Marvel has a strength factor here. Of that, a thousand, while yeah. she can just shapeshift. Right. So, like Carol Danvers can literally smack her face into Thanos, and Thanos is the one that flinches. Yeah, also, if they're in the octagon... Captain Marvel would just shove Ms. Marvel up against the fence and then she'd use her like plasticity powers and she'd sink through the fence and then she's outside and so she lost. Right, that's true. Uh -huh. Game, set, and match. Well, if you want to be punched in the face by Captain Marvel, let us know on Instagram <laughs> at PodTriviaCast. I don't know how we're going to fulfill that order. I'm not... I have connections. You don't know me. You don't know where my birth certificate is. <laughs> <laughs> it's with Captain Marvel. You can also email us, podtriviacast at gmail.com. Or tweet. No, just don't. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, just because. Because it really helps out the show and we really appreciate it. Does it though? It does, does it help out the show? It does. Does it or do other people just say that and no, so it, you repeat it? It does help out the show because How? then iTunes is like algorithm, five more five stars, hot podcast, show two more recommendations. And has that ever happened? Yes. <laughs> <to> anyone? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm just double checking because I realized the other day, I'm like, I don't know if it does. Like, It does. We say it, but. It makes it show up in iTunes recommendations, which then needs more listeners. Bye, Frankie. Bye. Bye, Hayden. <laughs>